Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Storytime at the Rubus. I'm your host, Charlotte. And I'm Daniel. Daniel, there was some news that came out today. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that and unpack it here in just a moment. You probably already know what we're talking about. It's the news about Pretty Lights. But I just wanted to give everybody a heads up. We're going to do a couple of these bonus episodes as we start getting little morsels of news. Of course, we'll do the big lineup episode once that drops. But we're trying to do more content on community things and things that support what we're doing with Totem with the big episodes. But this time of the year when we have things like this, we can't not talk about it, right? Yeah, right. We're getting these little appetizers. Yeah, appetizers. We'll get the whole meal like the second week of January or so. But now we uh, we still eating, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, when, yeah. when you think the lineup's coming, something like January the 19th, 11th, 12th or something. But we're still getting these appetizers. And what's your favorite appetizer, Daniel? Oh, man. Um, this may be a popular one for some, but unpopular for others. I'm going to go with those like cheese biscuits that you that they give you at Red Lobster. Oh, no. Everyone loves the Red Lobster biscuits, the Red Lobster Cheddar Bay biscuits. You got to get them there, too. I think they sell them, like, in the frozen food aisle, but that's just not the same. Oh, you can get the mix for them at some grocery stores. You can? Yes, yes. Are we going to use this whole bonus episode to talk about that? We can talk about Lobster Fest. This is just a plug for Lobster Fest. <laughs> no, they got to be paying me for that. Lobster <laughs> Fest is in January, though, right? Me and I you in Brooklyn so. have yes, gone before. Yes, Okay. Yes. We can talk about that another time. Maybe we can go get Lobster Fest after the lineup drops. Yeah, okay. But anyways, we are here today to talk about this news that the festival has given us, perhaps as a Christmas appetizer, about Pretty Lights. So a lot of us pretty much knew that this was coming. And full disclosure, there was a handful of us that knew pretty much directly that this was going to happen. But this extra bit of news that came out today, I feel is way bigger than some people may realize. And we'll get to that here in just a moment. But first of all, yes, Pretty Lots on the farm. This was a big tour over the fall. We had buddies like Zach from Boston that went to like a whole bunch of shows. It was like he was chasing the dead around back in the 60s or 70s or whatever. A lot of people did that. So Make no mistake, this will sell a good number of tickets because a lot of people will want to see Pretty Lights on a big scale like that. I mean, they had drone shows and all kind of crazy things at the caverns. I can't imagine what they're going to do, like potentially in the what field? We'll get to oh, that in a moment. Oh my goodness, it's going to be wild. So not only did Festive Owl confirm that Pretty Lights is going to be at Bonnaroo, there was some more information confirmed as well. Yeah, so... Bonru now officially has four headliners, apparently. Right. Very similar to how something like Lollapalooza does. Years ago, I had you know I had seen this mentioned maybe on InfoRu or Reddit or something today. Ashley Caps back in the day, you know the person that is the AC and AC Entertainment said that Thursday would never have a headliner show or it would never be on the same level as the other three real days, if mm -hmm. you want to call it that, of Bonru, but. With Live Nation and C3 calling the shots these days, I suppose the times there are changing because now, like, Thursday is not just like a junior day or a little brother day or something like that. With Thursday having a full headliner, I think Bonru is now a full four days, not like three and a half days, like some people may have considered it in the past. That's a big deal. Right. It is a big deal for Bonru. So it's interesting to me that the festival says specifically that you know, Pretty Lights is going to be a headliner. I think there's a couple of unanswered questions, but maybe we can anticipate the answers to that, right? Well, the unanswered question is, 
Will the what stage be open on Thursday? Yeah, I I don't think personally that you can legitimately call somebody a headliner if they are not playing the main stage. So the fact that, you know, clearly he's very tied in these days and he's calling Pretty Lights and the full band a headliner, that suggests heavily to me that Pretty Lights, you know, the full band, will be on the what stage. We don't know that for certain, but... I think it would be a stretch to say that they are a full headliner if they're not. I'm sorry, back up. Hey, yeah. You said, who is tied in? The Festival. Okay, but you said he is tied in. For the thousandth time, yeah. we don't know that Festival is a man oh. or a woman. <laughs> Stop saying he. Okay. But, but anyways. But I met them personally. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Stop it. Okay, we have to keep the mystique. We have yeah. to. We, we, Daniel and I will forever disagree on that, yeah, but well. whatever. <laughs> okay, so, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Will the what stage be open on Thursday? That has yet to get to be... Well, it's a big situation of pros and cons. It's a mystery. I think you can absolutely not put a headlining set from Pretty Lights on the witch stage. That's just completely out of the question because... First of all, the sound has never been perfect there. It was a lot better last year, but still not perfect. And also, you know those like two or three giant trees that are kind of in the middle of the witch field? Yes. I think that would really get in the way of the crazy visuals and stuff that they do with a pretty light show these days. So I've, I've never seen pretty lights. You have. So what about the other? The other, I think, would be great. And one big reason I think that is because of those big four LED pillars that they've been using mm -hmm. the past couple of years. I can see the whole crew from Pretty Lights doing something really cool with that. I think that would be amazing. But I don't know if that field would hold as many people as the what field would. Oh, no. And if they're going to build this as a headlining set, and they're really trying to funnel in a lot of the people that would have otherwise gone to these shows you know, throughout the summer or to another festival, then you have to open up the what field for the kind of crowd that that would probably you know, draw in. Maybe there's less that you can do with, you know, lighting. You don't have those big LED pillars, but could they potentially have other pillars there? I think that would be really fun. If we're getting a very EDM-heavy lineup this year, as some people are suspecting, and kind of like the owl has alluded to, so let's say perhaps we get Fred again. Maybe Fred again, B2B, Skrillex, and somebody else on the what field. Wouldn't it be cool to set up some pillars and stuff like that in the what field that mm -hmm. could be utilized for a situation mm -hmm. like that too? Mm -hmm. And again, this is just speculation. I, I don't know. That's just my guess of one way they could go about it. Let me ask you, for these big EDM shows, would you rather see it at the other or on the, on the what? Ooh, that is a great question. You know, for the EDM shows, I think I would rather see it at the other, but I do know that with the popularity of Pretty Lights, you're going to need the Wattfield because it's yeah. going to be if it's if the numbers are anything like they are like they were last year. I mean, it's going to be absolutely packed in there. Well, that full weekend at the Caverns completely sold out. Right. There was far more mm -hmm. demand than there was supply for that. Right. So I can see there being a giant crowd. I, I really think that the full Pretty Lights band is kind of on the same trajectory that Odessa was. Right, exactly. Odessa was a headliner. They had a full field. I think they may be a little bit further back in the timeline as far as like getting a lot of like more 
exposure and popularity. Let's be clear, like for a long time, this was kind of like an underground act that was kind of, you know, legendary amongst the Wooks. I don't know how else to put it. And I, I say that lovingly, I promise. But I think Pretty Lights is starting to be far more mainstream and is getting to the level that Odessa was, let's say, in 2019. Right. When they were sub-headliners. So just to back up, in case anyone hasn't read the tweet from Festival, oh, yeah, it yeah. says, Leak confirmed via multiple sources Pretty Lights will play Bonnaroo in 2024 as a special Thursday night headliner. Oh, and we haven't even talked about this other thing. Yeah, now we haven't talked about the second part of the tweet. It says Pretty Lights will play two sets Thursday plus an additional sunrise show Saturday morning. So I'm assuming it's going to be very similar to that STS-9 thing from last year. Right. Or Lane 8 the year before that. Right, uh-huh. So is that going to be Friday going, you think that'll be Friday going into Saturday morning? Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're going to ask anybody, like, oh, hey, come get up at 6 a.m. to come see Pretty Lights, you know. No, it's going to start at like 3 a.m. or something like that and go all night long. No, I meant... What I was asking, you think that'll be Friday going into Saturday, not Sunday going, not Saturday oh, going into. That's a very good question. The way that he phrases that, I would have first assumed that it was Friday going, Friday into, going Saturday. into Saturday. Mm -hmm. I would prefer that personally because I'm usually starting to crash on Saturday nights. Mm -hmm. I can't stay up that. I'm an old these days. You're an old. Yeah, but like Saturday night late night shows, like it's harder for me to do because I've already been going for like three, four, five days at that point. So yes, I personally would yes, prefer. Yes, no. Yeah, yeah, you are yeah. team sleep. Sometimes, but I would prefer no, all Friday the time. Saturday. Team sleep, but I will give you grief. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm thank playing. You. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay, you listen. You got to know your own pace. You got to know what you can and can't do. Third part of the tweet: More to come, but quote something unique is in the works for Thursday. Owl emoji. So yeah. that could answer the question of the what stage being open or not open. Yeah. Ooh, what if it was one of those in the round things? I really want that so bad. <laughs> I really, amazing, really want that. I mean, if you can do that, <laughs> if you can have the logistics and the equipment and, you know, everything set up for an in the round for, you know, pretty lights, do it for Fred again too. Okay. It's going to be legendary. Okay. Can I, can I pause here for a second? Yeah. If we're being, um, um, what is the word? I can't think of the word. If we're being, um, I can't think of the word, but. Yeah, anyway. Um, unique means. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Charles loves being nitpicky about that particular <laughs> word. I love the word unique because unique means absolutely, truly one of a kind. So an end of the round thing would not apply here. Mm, yeah, <laughs> they did it at Coachella. it's been done before. And if they were going to do it in the round, I would be pretty bummed out if they didn't do it for Fred again. Which we don't know if Fred again is going to be there, but it has pedantic been... Pedantic is the word I was Yeah, pedantic. Yeah, if we're being you. pedantic, unique uh, would not apply to an in-the-round thing, an in-the-round mm. situation. But I think in this context, it means you're <laughs> going to see something from Pretty Lights that you wouldn't see at any other show or festival. Right. Is my assumption. And I waited a couple of hours to record and publish this because I had put some feelers out there to see if... Certain people could tell us any more, and unfortunately, I couldn't get anything else. I don't think that they're ready to release any of that just yet, but, you know, thankfully, we've only got, like, what, three weeks until we'll find out the whole lineup and probably details about this as well. Mm, I would change. hope so. But, yeah, I think this is a big deal. Um, we already knew that PL was going to be there, but now we know more about it. We get two sets. 
a very special, unique one the first time, and then kind of like the more traditional Bonnaroo Sunrise set the second time. I would I would guess that one's going to be at the other. Mm. There's been some speculation, too, that maybe one of these sets will be just a DJ set, so just the main dude and not the whole band. I personally think both sets will be the full band because that's just how they roll right now. I think, and this is sharp, this is my opinion only, my opinion only, it seems like if it was just going to be like one, just a DJ set or just one person or whatever, that would not count as a, a pretty light. They wouldn't be yeah. talking about it like this. Well, when I saw That would be like a surprise yeah. set somewhere. When I saw them at the caverns, like when they were talking between, you know, sets or songs or whatever, it was made very clear. The full band is pretty nice. Pretty lights. It's not just the one dude anymore. Pretty nights. Pretty nights. Yeah, hey, that's you know, that's my cover band. You know, yeah. Simon Paul is this one guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Have we talked to the disc golf guys? Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. Um, that is the news that dropped today. I think there is a lot more to be gleaned from all this now that we have a full four days. So if we have a headliner on Thursday, could that potentially mean that all of Sindaru is open on? Thursday would they be using the witch stage as well I think this opens a big can of worms this implies that it's not just going to be the two tents and the other on Thursday it could possibly mean that this is the full experience on Thursday right and I wish I could credit who said this I saw this a couple hours ago somebody was saying that okay if we're coming in earlier these days as soon as Tuesday doesn't it make sense to have a full Bonnaroo experience starting on Thursday anyways well yeah I would think so it's worked out pretty well for us in the past couple of years because you get an outer experience the first day or two just exploring the camps meeting up with buddies having a good time going to try out some of the plazas and then Thursday, you're kind of wading into the waters going into Sinru. Not everything is open, but you can go check out some bands at the tents and see a EDM show at the other. Get your merch. Get your merch. Yeah. Pro tip, get your merch on Thursday before it sells out. But now, I'm reading the tea leaves here, and this seems to imply that we're going to get a full, full experience on Thursday. Do you think I'm reading too much into it? What do you think? You could be, but I, I don't be. know. I don't know. It's yet to be determined. So. Yeah, I think that's a question that needs to be answered. And thankfully, um, some of the powers that be, Corey and uh, Brad from C3 Live Nation, are going to be on the What podcast uh, here in a couple of weeks, uh, within the next month. And um, if all goes well, I think we're going to be hosting them as well. So I will leave lineup questions and you know like logistical questions to uh, Barry and Taco, but we'll talk with them more about community stuff. So I'm interested in how this will affect community stuff if we are expanding to four full days now. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting interesting. Um, I, I think Bonnaroo is going to evolve a little bit more this coming year, and uh, I think this is great news. Like if we're there for almost a week, then yeah, four full days of brew makes so much more sense. Festive Owl did follow up that tweet with a, another tweet below and said, "And to clarify, Pretty Lights is in capital letters is a headliner and not just the top line of not just the top line Thursday act." Yeah, yeah. So four full headliners. So <laughs> I wouldn't have uh, thought this a week ago, but now we know three headliners, and there's one more to go. Festive Al says Bonnaroo will have four headliners yeah. in 2024. So if you're keeping score at home, that means from what we know, and this could change because you know how rumor season goes, for now we heavily suspect that it's going to be Chili Peppers, Post Malone, and Pretty Lights, and one more that nobody has gotten well, to yet. Well, that's what's 
we know pretty lights. Yeah. The other two are sus heavily suspected. Yeah. Nobody knows anything until the, line, the poster drops. Yeah. Until yeah. the lineup actually comes out. Yeah, Nobody ever <laughs> truly knows. If you've really been paying attention, you've uh, noticed that there's been conflicting scoops. So, oh, there's always conflicting scoops. Yeah, yeah. But somebody, I mean, what? my dad works at Nintendo. Like, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> but we'll know for sure before too long. So, yeah, um, let's get through Christmas and New Year's. And then shortly after that, we'll know all this stuff for sure. Excuse me, my dad owns Bonnaroo. Really? He told me uh, that. Um, Your dad could hold his own Bonnaroo. Garth Brooks was playing with him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really funny. Time for you to say that. But anyway, no, Garth Brooks is not playing. I'm laughing because of something else. Anyway. There's like one person listening to this that will know what I'm talking about. Anyways. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay. All right. Merry Christmas, you guys. This was a great uh, early Christmas gift uh, that was bestowed upon us uh, today. I think we're going to have a great time at that show. So we probably won't talk to you guys until after Christmas. The next big episode, I think we have Shayna on, one of our totem board members, yes, right? Yes, uh -huh, Shayna Bradley. So we're trying to put a focus on each of our board members pretty much through. I thought we were going to do them all in a row, but we're just going to kind of sprinkle them. So we'll do some other type of content like every other episode, I think, too. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. And if you've listened this far, yes, our lineup episode is always the biggest one of the year. I will be transparent. It gets downloaded far more than any other episode throughout the year. So we're going to try to plan a lot of good content for that. That's probably, again, three weeks away. So, yeah, look forward to that. We're already starting to plan that out. Charlotte, this was a great bonus episode. Can we eat dinner and watch our shows Yes, now? we can. Uh, we've been watching Fargo, and I think there's an episode we haven't watched Ooh, yet. Yes, Fargo, uh, with uh, uh, Juno, Juno Temple. Temple She's fantastic. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Oh, we watched the uh, Christmas special from Hannah Waddingham. Is that how you mm -hmm. say her last yes. name? We watched that last night where we were having Christmas dinner with Brooklyn and, and swapping gifts early. That was just like the most heartwarming thing ever. That is great. I love that, yeah. Anyways, do you have any other picks? Uh, do not. Yeah, I don't either. Those are two good ones. Oh, do I have picks of the week? Yeah, sure. Picks? Why not? Um, no, I don't have any you don't, picks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, we had a few things there. Okay, we're going to eat dinner and look, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Hope. And radiate positivity. Yeah. Bye. See you guys soon. Bye.